0: comment, and share. Hey, guys. I am so sorry. (laughs) This is why I need CJ. Folks, I I apologize. I was literally in the back. Like, I haven't pulled myself into the studio. And I shot it live. And all of a sudden, I'm like sitting in the back, like 11 minutes in. I'm like breaking down this article, talking about NSO, talking about an exceptional stand, this, that, and the other. And then all of a sudden, I had Velas text me. He's like, hey, yo, bro, you got no sound. I was like, what? What's he talking about? And then I realized, looking into the chat, that holy crap, uh, I have no sound. And it's because, you know, the resident dum dum in chief. didn't pull himself into the studio. Wow. Unbelievable. I better make a note on this. Uh, 11 minutes in, the broadcast starts. Folks, what I was blabbering about backstage to myself into dead air that was not even being recorded whatsoever. Oh, God almighty. All right, one of the things I was talking about is this. Okay, Um, was the NSO software. I was talking about how, uh, you know, more information has come out and I'm not going to have that long introductory uh, 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 speech that I was giving before I realized that I was just speaking into dead air, but I'm going to give you a little bit of a background. It's coming out more and more, right? And the the recent, uh, um, um, ooh, look, China's hacking Norway, you know, um, accusation that the U.S. is hurling right now is simply a distraction, right? It's simply a distraction. And I find it to be hilarious, folks. The the United States, the country that exceptional stand, the one that has been accusing China of spying, spying, spying. Ooh, ooh, they're Huawei. Ooh, Huawei's evil. Oh my God, evil Huawei. They're they're listening to everything. And and I remember uh, uh, several years ago when um, uh, the United States sent a delegation. During Mobile World Congress in Germany, I think this was back in 2017 or 18, Mobile World Congress, okay, where they were out there while Huawei was giving out a a tech seminar, a tech um, uh, um, demonstration, you know, they were giving their little presentation and whatnot, they were there to interfere and they were holding up signs saying Huawei, this, that, and the other. And one of the uh, CEOs uh, of Huawei, I think it was Peter Lau or, or Peter Chu, one of these guys, right, he's like, Really, we're the ones who are spying? Well, what about you guys? What about PRISM? What about PRISM? And then we got to understand Mobile World Congress at that, at that time, I think it either was in Germany or in Spain at that time. I think it was in Barcelona. And this was hot off the heels of the NSA spying scandal that was happening with the Odumbo administration. And that, the, you know, hot off the heels of that, hot off the heels of the um, uh, the, the Russia spy scandal where um, the, the, uh, the Odumbo administration was basically with Clapper and Brennan caught red-handed and with Comey spying on the incoming administration. And here we have a delegation of the State Department accusing Huawei of spying. It's hilarious, right? Absolutely hilarious. But now it's coming out. Every single day, that exceptional stand working with its junior partners like Israel, okay, is up to no good. They're the biggest spying operation on God's green earth. They're the ones who are eavesdropping and hacking, and, and they're the ones who are out there literally trying to break into these uh, into the cell phones of journalists all over the world. And I just want to get into this article here. This is by the OCCRP.org. Khadija Ismailova, Longo Learned to be Paranoid. The Aisha Bajani investigative journalist has been harassed, threatened, and jailed for her award-winning exposition to official corruption. Intimate videos secretly recorded in her bedroom have been leaked in an attempt to discredit her. She learned to use encrypted messaging apps and kept up with the latest technology to keep her and her sources safe. It's like a war, she said, of her efforts to stay one step ahead of her country's authoritarian regime. We've been recommending to each other this tool or that tool and how to keep it more and more secure from the eyes of government. But in late May, Islamoy- Islamoy- blah, 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 blah. Ismailova learned that she's lost the arms race to a weapon that she hadn't imagined. Forensic evidence showed that her phone had been secretly infected with a spyware called Pegasus that could easily access every single one of her documents, her photos, her messages, her contacts, her entire life that she had long been laid bare. I realize there's no way, she said with resignation, unless you lock yourself in an iron tent, there is no way they will not interfere into the communications. It's that horrifying. Co-founded by two high school friends. This is how these stories always start, right? Oh, Mark Zuckerberg. He founded Facebook. And he, by his brilliant self, was able to elevate it to the status of the social network. The most preeminent social network in the world. Facebook is a CIA-funded digital sting operation where you have patsies, you have you have gullible fools who keep a digital dossier of themselves on Facebook. Same thing goes to Instagram, and same thing goes to all the other bullshit uh, social media services that are out there. Google's the same thing. Okay, it's, it, There's a lot of intel money that's been started by these companies. These are all intel operations. I don't need to tell you folks that. You already know it. Co-founded by two high school friends in 2010, NSO Group specialized into breaking into mobile phones from the very beginning. Oh, how lovely. Now, as the devices spread across the planet, governments eager to listen in came calling. The company grew into a major player in the spyware market. <laughs> They're in the spyware market. They're the ones creating the spyware. It's not funny? I mean, this is literally you're hiring and training the foxes to watch the chicken coop. This is this is hilarious. With dozens of clients, over 700 employees, and revenue of $250 million as of 2018, the company says it licenses Pegasus software only to governments, and only to help them fight terrorism and crime. Oh, yeah, we can go wrong, right? But journalists and digital privacy experts have repeatedly found authoritarian regimes using Pegasus to spy on reporters, dissidents, and human rights activists. Basically, they're competition. Basically, anybody that could expose them from the fraud, because, folks, I don't need to tell you that more than likely your government is involved in trafficking. I don't need to tell you that more than likely your government is intimately involved in human trafficking. I don't need to tell you that your government is involved with all sorts of criminal activity from regime change to uh, um, uh, stealing elections to all, all types of fraud and criminality is being perpetrated by the government with an amalgam, actually, between governments and corporations working in cohesion to screw you over. Okay, The Beggis Project, a collaborative investigation led by journalism nonprofit Forbidden Stories and Human Rights Group Amnesty International, reveals dozens of additional victims. It was this project that led to the revelation that Islamovia's phone has been compromised. And though the NSO group is near to the top of the pyramid, it's not alone. The company is just one actor in an ecosystem of private cyber intelligence firms, many based in tech-savvy, entrepreneurial, and militarized Israel. These companies insist that their technology is essential in the battle against crime, and their products save lives. But their success has led to what experts call a democratization of access to sophisticated spyware. Once available only to a few elite intelligence services that could develop it themselves. It can now be purchased by secure security agencies and law enforcement from Azerbaijan to Kazakhstan, Mexico to Togo. The spyware companies also feed a lucrative market for exploits or bugs and let their software users to break into victim systems. And since tech companies like Apple and Google fix these as soon as they're discovered, there's a constant demand for new vulnerabilities that freelance hackers are willing to supply for a price. Experts say the huge sums of spyware companies spend on now exploits dwarf the resource companies and tech companies spend to catch them because there's a very appealing economic incentive there are always going to be more people finding these things said claudio guarni the head of amnesty international security lab manufacturers always will be in a losing position it's a cat and mouse game in this situation the cat is always ahead i'm gonna stop right there nso started in 2010 but two teenage two high school best friends we used to hold hands and eat peanut butter jelly sandwiches and dream of one day creating a company that will hack into other people's phones because they wanted to do the right thing. Who writes these stories? Who writes these narratives? It's absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Let me explain something to you guys. If you've been following the story closely, Do you remember years ago when it was made news by a recent documentary that Millie Weaver put out? I, mean, I can care less from Millie Weaver, but this document is very important. <clears throat> and it was rightly so. They were describing an NSA device. Okay, they were describing an NSA device that have the capability and the, and the potentiality to hack and to, and to inject malware into anybody's phone or computer without them even knowing. That it had complete and total surveillance of that hardware no matter what. And it's remarkable Okay, it's remarkable that a lot of people forgot about that, but I hadn't. And in 2010, and actually, 2010 and over into 2015, a certain individual by the name of John Jihad Brennan, I'd like to be in a room with five minutes with that SOB. I would love it. Something about him that irritates the hell out of me. John Brennan, upon leaving the Odumbo administration, took with him that, that NSA government-created software. I think it was called Hammer and Scorecard, right? That's... uh. I, I think it was one of them, right? But there's uh, there's other components to it. Not just for the power of hacking election machines and this, that, and the other, but the fact of able to surveil anybody, okay? Brennan took that with him. And he created his own private cybersecurity firm. That's the hottest thing now, folks. Now, now, hold on, V. One of the things I said to, to John as he was leaving... I made this very clear to Michelle, that John, whatever you're going to take, don't take that hammer and scorecard. I told him specifically that uh, we're going to get out of Afghanistan, and when we get out of Afghanistan, we're going to send in private military contractors, because we realize that there's an amalgamation, some would say, between corporation and government. I think it's a good idea. Now, hold on, V. Hold on. And that's what you're witnessing, folks. The amalgam of corporation and government. So Jihad, Jihad Johnny, takes this amazing hacking machine and all his technology, and what does he do? He brings it to corporate America. And look, you got to understand, Brennan is not a smart guy. He's not a tech-savvy guy. He's a craven, criminally minded, overinflated ego. He's an easily manipulated son of a bitch because, and anybody knows this, people in Russian intelligence know how easy it is to manipulate Brennan because you got to feed that guy's ego. He's an egotistical bastard who needs to get cracked in the job, but that's a I digress, that's another story. So Brennan takes this 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 hard this software, this this contraption, and he shops it around to various firms. And this is in the background of another key bit of information, folks. Do you remember that uh, Vault 7 dump that the uh, WikiLeaks did a couple years ago? That Vault 7 dump, what did did they say? There were CIA what? Hacking tools that are out there in the wild that people could just take. And they can take these hacking tools. They can make it look like they uh, the that the that the the China or Russia is involved in hacking. Meanwhile, the the hackers are sitting in a in a home comfortably in in Virginia. They're comfortably sitting in a lawn chair in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, with a laptop, and they're hacking. Some American company. And then of course the blame is going to either Russia or China or some other part of the some other country that's not aligned with the US, as usually the story. So you got to understand. You got all the CIA NSA hacking tools out in the wild. And then you got John Jihadi Brennan with this advanced computer system that can inject malware directly into a phone, directly into a computer device, the whole nine yards. Folks, let me tell you something. One of the companies or one of the parties that jihad sold it to was the israelis Does, is it all making sense now jihad brennan sold this to the israelis for tens i don't even know i don't even tens of millions of dollars i don't even know the exact amount i have no clue and then All of a sudden, NSO's capabilities where they couldn't even, they could, NSO was at a level where they could not even crack an iPhone 5C. I mean, we're going back a couple years, folks. To now to the point that if you had iOS 14.6 or older, which is the current generation iOS update for Apple, for all you Apple users out there. I have an Apple phone. It's so cool. Like, it's so, like, the greatest device in the world. It has so many features. Like, I can go to all my social media. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. That voice fry. Can't stand it. So, if you're running iOS 14 or newer, or you have an older iOS version, it don't matter, iOS 9, 10, 11, 12, whatever, chances are NSO could easily put Pegasus right in there. Not a problem. You have an Android device, and it's wide open, and you're like, well, I got you know, a Samsung device, this, that, and the other, and you know, Samsung knocks on there. And Yeah, but it, 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 it can be ha- put in there as well. Even a, a system reboot, if you do it on an iPhone or an Android device, does not get rid of Pegasus. There are ways of knocking it down and getting it out, but that's going to be a bit of an arduous process. The point I'm trying to make here, folks, is this this whole pegasus thing is very interesting now in the background of all of this shenanigans guess who was who was providing the cloud computing oh this is again painting for you the amalgamation folks we need to stop look you need to understand this right the system got rid of trump love him or hate him the system got rid of trump And demonized his supporters as fascists. Every Pantifa member out there was running out there saying fascist, fascist, fascist. And I was, and I've said it before so many times, that these people would not know what a fascist is if one were to sneak up behind them and give them an atomic wedgie. Okay, You wouldn't know what a fascist is until, unless somebody, you know, Came up behind them and (laughs) gave them a wedge. They wouldn't even know if a fat, you know? You need to understand that we are completely gone off the design that the founders had and the vision the founders had for our great nation. We are a fascist nation. And so when the system, the deep state, was calling Trump and his supporters, oh, they're fascists, they were projecting. It's not the oldest trick. Blame the other person for what you've done. Blame the other person for what you truly are. Blame the other person for the intentions that you really have. Because when NSO was up there being contracted by the CIA, the FBI, the MI5, all the countries of the Five Eyes were using NSO and its cousin, its kissing cousin company called CellBright, also from Israel. And guess who was providing the cloud computing and the raw horsepower needed in order for NSO to do its dirty work? It's probably in your phone as we speak. (gasps) It turns out it's Amazon. (gasps) That's right. AWS, Amazon Web Services. And when this came to light, immediately Amazon pulled the plug. Amazon pulled the plug on infrastructure and other services that it offered to Israeli surveillance firm, NSO Group. And NSO Group is literally manned by Mossad, MI5, and CIA. NSO is literally manned by members of Five Eyes. Following allegations the company's spyware has been used to snoop on journalists and activists, the tech and retail giant announced on Monday that it had deactivated cloud computing accounts linked to NSO Group. The Israeli company reportedly used Amazon Web Services to operate spyware programs that it marked to, marketed to governments around the world. The move comes after Amnesty International Security Lab conducted a forensic analysis of telephones, telephones on a leaked list of targets for NSO's flagship malware, Pegasus. It's believed that the digital surveillance software, which is reportedly capable of accessing recording text, videos, photos, and web activity, can even log passwords used on the device and may have been used by foreign governments to target as many as 50,000 people, including business executives, religious figures, academics, NGOs, presidents, and prime ministers. How do you like them, Apples? And Amazon supposedly pulled the plug. Supposedly pulled the plug. on their web and cloud capability. Think about that for a second. They got caught and if it wasn't for Amnesty International Security Lab doing diligent work, there's still good people out there catching these cronies. Okay? There's still good people out there catching these cronies. We would have never heard. We all knew that our, our, our devices are all infected with spyware and whatnot. And there's also, uh, you know, mobile webkit tools. If you, um, there's a, a link called MVTs Mobile Verification Tools. MVTs. If you Google MVT Mobile Verification Tool, you Google it. And whether you you, you could type in uh, MVT for iOS mvt for android that will allow you to download the toolkit to your phone to run an analysis and a scan of your device to see if you have malware like pegasus lurking within your bios very important that you do that and people wonder why i carry multiple phones people wonder why that i have my my apple iphone is the business one just sits on my desk my personal phone's an Android. There's a reason why I do that. But this is what exceptional stand does. This is what the West is. See, this is what we're left to in the West blackmail, debauchery, um, graft, corruption, selling Ponzi schemes, fomenting chaos and war. This is not my definition of civilization, folks. This is my definition of a civilization in decline. And this is why it's like U.S. blaming China for the Microsoft hack is an obvious deflection from Pegasus, and from our team. With incredibly convenient timing, China has been accused of mounting cyber attacks against Microsoft, taking the attention away from more serious spying scandal that implicates U.S., Israel, and others. On Monday, the United States, the United Kingdom, the European Union, accused China of being behind the hack of Microsoft servers in March. Without evidence, the Allies said Beijing had been involved in malicious cyber activity, although they stopped short of implementing any sanctions. China responded by calling the U.S. the largest instigator of cyber attacks in the world, and I think Vladimir Putin said it best. If you look into the entire sphere of the internet, what's coming from our internet sphere versus what's coming from from the United States, in the last three years alone, there have been five cyber attacks that have come out from Russia. Okay? This is verified. In the last few years alone, there have been several hundreds of cyber attacks that originate right out of the United States against Russia, against China. Happens all the time. It's just like blaming China for the Wuhan virus. That's right. Invest- look, the Chinese are not uh, cooperating with the WHO, the Wuhan virus. And China's like, why don't you look at Fort Detrick? <gasps> why Fort Detrick? Oh, no. <laughs> All of a sudden you hear crickets. Fort Detrick was part of the gain of function evolution the gain-of-function augmentation that the virus underwent before it was brought to UNC, where it was further enhanced before being shipped out to the Glasgow smith Klein subsidiary TFKS-owned Wuhan Virology Institute, where several Western workers of European and American origin were working side-by-side with the Bat Lady, Dr. Shi, in order to create something called the coronavirus. And even with all of that, they cannot figure out how something like this escape of BSL Level 3 lab, more likely it wasn't an accident, it was intentionally leaked. The question was who leaked it and who benefits You see, this is done to create hyperpolarization in the world, which we're facing right now, and that thing only instigates. So now, uh, hot on the heel of all this, now they're blaming cyber attacks, cyber attacks, malicious cyber attacks. The U.S. is doing everything it can to whip up fear against China and Russia. It is doing everything in its power. To whip up fear of China and Russia because it understands it cannot compete in that world. People are like, well, you know, the Chinese uh, multipolar world, uh, one belt, one road initiative, it's, death, it's a debt traps, all debt traps. Really bad deals. So you're telling me that many of the countries in the world are are taking the Chinese deal because it's so bad and terrible. What does that tell me about your deal? How much more shittier is your deal, America, that nations of the world have decided to, hey, you know what, we want the Chinese deal. It's less shittier than yours. (laughs) What does that say about you? So this is what we're relegated to. There's no economic competition here. This is about a nation swirling the toilet bowl of Build Back Better, beating its chest, telling the world how how relevant it is and how exceptional it is and how indispensable it is as it swirls into oblivion. Folks, you understand that we are so balkanized in this country that there is no, I mean, there are family members that haven't even talked to each other in years because of all the political crap that's going on. That's how polarized the United States has become. We are literally two countries inhabiting inhabit inhabiting the same landmass. It's hilarious. And then on top of all this, the West understands now. Remember, keep what I told you to to the background. Brennan, um, the NSA software, Volt Seven leaks, cyber hacking stuff. <laughs> NSO, Celebrite, all the shit that's out there in the background. Remember I told you about the state is in competition with you. That the kleptocrats have decided to go to war against you. You. Your savings, your finances, your wealth, your children, your body, your health, your everything. It is no holds barred because you're a chattel. And hot on the heels of all the stuff that's going on, you what, what do you have? You have Georgi Schwartz, Georgi, Georgi Schwartz, and Bill Gates decided to go ahead and buy a COVID testing company, a consortium of investors led by Soros Economic Development Fund. And the Bill and Melinda Gates uh, Foundation are buying UK-based COVID testing company Molagic, M- M- the UK needs some mo logic. They need mo, mo, and mo logic because the leaders in the UK, like the leaders in the US, have no logic when it comes to dealing with COVID. Which has developed a ten-minute coronavirus test and is best known for its deep nostril swab test for the virus, according to the Forbes. And folks, you know this whole vi- it, it, these are inaccurate tests. These are all variations of the pcr test they all work the same way and they speed it up these are guys these are the type of, let me tell you these testing companies these testing companies are about as good as elizabeth holmes and her entire theranos scam you know how they're getting faster and faster testing results Right, They're taking the PCR test and they're increasing the acuity of it by 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80% jacking up the acuity rate. So if you have a raspberry, it'll test positive for COVID. You can stick a swab up your dog's rear end and it'll test positive for COVID. You can bludgeon a goldfish swimming in your aquarium, it'll test positive for COVID. And these scumbags know this. All these newfangled tests, they are all variations of PCR testing but using different names. Similar techniques with variation. All of it is done by ratcheting up the acuity of the test. Why? Well, number one, the companies, because we're in the West, this is not about a meritocracy. In a meritocracy, this would be shut down. This is meritocracy, this, this shit doesn't fly. Your feet would be held to the fire. But be, because we're the, we're the democracy of the West, we are so sophisticated, we're such civilized people. The testing companies' n- main goal is not if the fucking bloody tests actually work. The impetus is not accuracy. The impetus is speed. Think about it. Do you think the fucking curmungens that are in your government want an accurate way and measure of testing? Do you think they want that? Or do you think they want a test that feeds into their penchant for power? Do you think that they want a test that would give them that itch, that penchant to lock down again, to order the lives, to recreate their economies for their upper management? So they can build back better and have a green new deal and deindustrialize their entire populations, all on bullshit. Do you think that's what's going to happen?ing Absolutely. The company that makes the most money is the company that can put out a test that can have the fastest result in the shortest amount of time. It don't matter what the accuracy is. It's all about being first and widely used by the market. Why? Because some brain-dead, lowbrow, bureaucrat, scumbag, pedophile politician is going to be lobbied. Millions of dollars or pounds are going to be put into his campaign, and he's going to get paid off on the back end, and then the company injects their their new testing device, The stock is put out, and the company IPOs at X amount of dollars. They make a killing, then they short the stock. Because, folks, in in, in two years' time, you won't even hear about these COVID testing companies anymore. In three years' time, it will be a faint and distant memory. Why? Because companies like Molagic have no logic. Mo logic ain't got no logic. Mo logic, you Billy Gates, Billy the pedal Gates, who's been on the Lolita Express, and Georgie Schwartz, A.K.A. George Soros, Georgie. The most exciting time of my life was uh, it was taking Jews to concentration camp. I loved it. It was exciting. I wouldn't change it for anything, Georgie. Georgi Schwartz, the self-hating Jew. the evil bond villain with a palindrome last name no matter how way how which, whichever way you spell it backwards or forwards it still spells out the same. Soros. you think these guys want to buy this company Mo Logic for forty one million dollars because they care about accuracy and testing No, this is a marketing plan. this is a wealth extraction scheme just to fuck you over. And they got these pansy politicians in their in their back pocket. They got him already. This is to bring this company out. Let it go public. Let governments and states all throughout the world utilize it. Jack up the COVID. So folks, let me explain something to you. The billionaires, the .001% of society... Increased their net worth by $10.2 trillion because of the pandemic. The billionaires of the world who have, a, the, I'm talking about the 0.001% of the entire world's population, right? The elite of the elites, right? These guys increased their net worth by $10.2 trillion in a year. Do you think they want accurate tests? They're eliminating their competition, folks. COVID is the greatest thing that ever happened to them. Folks, all those empty buildings on Fifth Avenue in New York City, on First Avenue and Second Avenue and Third Avenue, on 42nd Street and 41st Street and 51st and Broadway, all those empty spaces, guess who's buying them now, baby? That's right, big tech. Oh, what the heck? They're driving out their competition, and they're buying the commercial properties because they can financialize the commercial note, which they can sell to Wall Street on back-end bets on which they get a feedback of. Do you understand the level of corruption you're in? Do you have any clue? And I'm the only one in the fucking goddamn world that's telling you this. You have no idea. And it pisses me off that they do this. Everything down to your bloody court case you get for a speeding ticket has been financialized. So the billionaires who just had a net increase of damn near $11 trillion, do you think they want an accurate PCR test or they want more lockdowns for more asset grabs? For more resource grabs? And do you think they're gonna? They'll be more than happy to throw a few million bucks at some scum sucking, boy loving politician. Where they make these new tests, where everybody gets the fucking virus. Your pet dog, your goldfish is COVID positive. course not. They want as many positive tests as possible. And they want it in an attempt. And I'm not saying it's going to be successful because there are people fighting back. Look what's happening in France. Macron wants COVID passports. And there's an uprising in France. And they're pulling all of this all of this in various other Western governments throughout the world. In the UK, in, the, in September, oh, you want to go to a bar or a nightclub, you got to have a a, a, ver- a verified passport. And what's going to help? All of a sudden, they're talking about the Lambda strain, folks. It's not the Delta strain. And when the Lambda strain is out, Oh yeah, the Lambda. And the actual there's no there's no collapse of the healthcare system, there's no overfilling of the hospitals, none of that crap is happening. But they need those cases, not deaths, not hospitalizations, but cases. And how do you get as much cases as possible? Well, how about a 10 step? How about a 10 minute test? <laughs> how about we jack up the acuity rate 70, 80 percent, and uh get a 10-minute test in. How about another company comes out with a five-minute test? Oh, yeah, even better. Or A 30-second a test. The company that comes out with a 30-second test, multi-billion-dollar company. I'm sure they're working on that right now. It will give the politicians and the sheeple and, and, and the public that's a sheep the, an impetus to lock down. Why are they locking down? you are witnessing the largest transfer of wealth in human history. And they're grabbing for resources. They're, they're making moves. And guess what? It's not a time for you to be shied back. It's a time for you to start making moves as well. The elite of the world are in a process of accumulation. You should be as well. The elite of the world are in a process of consolidation. You should be as well. The elite of the world are in a process of transition. They're getting out of dollar assets. They're getting to hard assets. They're getting out of equities. And irrespective of the price of Bitcoin went to 29000 today, it doesn't matter. They're in cryptos. They're in, They're in every sort of thing because they know what's coming. A transition like you've never seen before. The largest transfer of wealth. And what I've said 10 years ago still holds today. And that is this. The largest transfer of wealth in human history is about to take place. Do you want to get paid? Same message as yesterday. And this is the state of the world. Scandemics, fake tests, selling Ponzi's. Spyware, malware, hackware, no underwear, and 3,000 genders. Welcome to the Western world. I'm sure our founding fathers are, are turning in their graves right now. It's unreal. Absolutely unreal. Anyway, folks, I'm at the end of the program. I, you know, The first 11 minutes, I apologize. I was rambling into the, uh, into the air itself and had no idea that I wasn't uh, in. You know, I haven't pulled myself into the platform. That's what happens when CJ's not around. Anyway, with that being said, folks, I'm at the end of the show. Uh, make sure you go to roguenews.com. Check us out on Twitter at Real rogue news. rogue news on every single podcasting app to note to humanity. And let me explain some to you. When you see all this crazy crap happening from states and governments and this and that sort, it's always k but most importantly, follow the money. There's always the profit motive. and That profit motive always leads to financialization because when a system breaks down, what especially in a system that, such as we have, financialization is the outcome. If they could financialize everything, okay, and make a derivative out of it that they can trade in order to extract real wealth, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. So this is going to be interesting in what comes down the pike in the next several days, next several weeks. We're going into the fall soon. Okay. So uh, watch the narrative, watch the, uh, the one last big push. And based upon how the global populations respond in the next several weeks, it's that's what's going to determine if we're all going to be needing a, a passport, a health passport in order to travel, in order to go to a, a public venue, or in order to go to God knows where. All right, it's still being, this, this crap don't fly in the United States for now. But we have to be vigilant and push back. With that being said, we're at the end of the show.